Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay. This is Pod 71. And I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hi, everyone. We're continuing our season on self-cultivation. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics that gives me a lot of joy. The joy of movement, moving your chi, moving your body. It's all part of your self-cultivation. Yes. And for me, moving my body, it's all about joy. And I feel sad that, you know, we've, we've come to use this word exercise to describe movement and and it's become this dreaded word. Yes, I think for this conversation, it has to do with more than the everyday of moving your <laughs> around, you know, like donkey right there. But uh, why has it become a dirty word? Why is exercise? Have we ruined that word? Why, why, why? I have all these questions. You know, I, I have people all the time that say, I have to go to the gym. I have to go exercise. I have to work out. And that's a forced thing. And a forced thing is never a joyful thing. I think the operative word here is air quotes here have when people I saw have them. She's to go doing yeah it. I did She's it. Doing it I did the air quotes when people have to go work out it's it's a chore it's not fun yeah where's the fun in having to do those things it's it is like a chore so how do we get around that let's look at why people want to work out in the first place is it to look better to feel better to have more energy to have a better social life those yeah. are all things we can look at. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about the Chinese medicine philosophy behind movement or that dreaded word exercise and how our society is taking the fun out of it. And, you know, hopefully through this podcast, we're, maybe we can restore a little of its value for some of our listeners out there. Yeah, I think that would be great. And I do think that exercise has been turned into a business. Yes, it's actually that's a, a good business, point. That, you know, the exercise business. Yeah, where, these mega gyms everywhere yeah. that, you know, like 10 bucks a month and you 20 can... 20 bucks tops, that's yeah. right. And so what I think is they, they set them up and they're pretty and colorful and they get you all excited and they're cheap and then they just make it super easy for you to disappear. Yeah, there's no uh, social life there. There's no, you know, encouragement to come and join people. And, you know, that could be part of why it doesn't work so well, except for, you know, we talked a lot about January and February. Yes, most gym memberships are up, up, up. And, you know, I love the fact that people are out there and moving their bodies. And that's really great. And it's awesome. But if you're doing it, you have to love it. You have to find some joy. If you're doing it for begrudgingly, then you know what? It's not going to work. It's not going to. It's not going to work. I think you need to shift your perspective. Rethink yeah. it. Yeah, we talked about how that New Year's resolution doesn't last that long. You know, we're coming to. Well, it's Mar. It's March now. So how many of us are still doing our New Year's resolutions? So I think you know. I love the thought that we're going to shift the perspective here. You know, no matter where you are on the spectrum, let's explore some ways to get you moving. If you're not moving your body much, and if you are are, let's bring some joy back into it. Yeah. And I think this isn't really just about moving your body to lose weight or because you feel like you have to, you should, you know, people like to be pretty, healthy, yeah, like for your health palace. That's not going to work. 
if you're being forced or you have like guilt or you just have shame or you don't really love your body, you know, it's again, it's I, I like to think of it as moving your chi and coordinating with sleeping, uh, really good sleep, really good food, lots of water, moving your chi, and then the exercise will come if you need it, if you want to do it. And that's why today we're talking about the joy of movement because we really want this kind of self-care to be joyful. If you're not loving what you're doing, you know, ask yourself today, are you loving how you're moving your body? If you're not, maybe it's not the right kind of movement for you. So no matter what you love to do or whether it's been years since you did love what you love to do, it's time to find out again, new, now, right now, what do you love to do with your body? What do you love to go out and do? Yes. So if you like walking in the afternoon or walking after dinner or running every morning or hiking that mountain you used to climb every weekend, ping pong with your friends a couple times a week or going to the gym, like, and just not really connecting with people. Or maybe you do go to the gym and you hang out with people and you have a laugh or two and you smile and you motivate each other. But whatever it is that make you smile, laugh, or just feel good, that is very important to have in your life. Yeah. So which is currently, you know, your sport of choice, you know, for us, we just we talked in our last podcast about how we are just re-embraced ping pong. I haven't played played ping pong since I was a little girl. And I am so loving it. Why? Because it's so much fun. It's a great winter choice for us here in in very cold New England. And, you know, we get to laugh and socialize and move our bodies. You know, it's a win-win-win, a triple win. Triple win. That's <laughs> right. So, you know, ping pong is just one of the many activities that both Lita and I like to do. And I, I kind of thought that we also do our self-cultivation. So we are moving our chi through qigong and tai chi. So this is like an exercise. This is like movement of body that we enjoy. I was thinking about giving a little bit of a list. What do you think? Sure. Sounds good. Okay. So to, you know, I like the inspire to perspire. So I like to <laughs> I like move to get a little sweat going. It's a great combination. So currently as of 2020 right now, which this list changes all the time, I, and this is in no particular order, daily kundalini yoga, stretching, tai chi, walking the dog, running, spinning, the stair monster, the elliptical machine, if possible. Uh, when the spring comes, I'll be gardening, paddleboard in the summer. I could go on and on and on. But those are some of the things that I'm really into that I like to keep moving. And let's, of course, let's not forget ping pong, right? Yes. And for me, you know, I'd like to add to that list, dancing, hiking in nature, you know, walking on the beach and swimming. You know, those are just, you know, I love all that list that you have, Jay. I would just add some of my fire things like your list is a little bit wood yeah. oriented and both wood and fire, just so you all know out there, like to do a lot of different things. So if you're earth or water or metal, you might have a shorter list. Yeah, and that was a pretty different. long list. And we're going to talk about somehow the exercises and movements work with the five elements in a few yes. minutes. But I really feel that any kind of movement that brings you joy is a positive thing. And that will lead you to other activities that will bring you even more joy. Yes. And let's also talk a little bit about 
occasionally or maybe many people are overdoing some of these activities which happens sometimes wah, wah, wah. yes and it's, it's the over excessive yes. yes and today we're going to talk about that especially if you're doing your old favorite activity for a really long time you might be getting bored with it or let's say you could have a habit just yeah. like i, I like, do this uh, all yeah i have to yeah, go for my morning walk or, yeah yeah or you know you you used to do it a lot and now you're trying to start it up again and if you do that really suddenly that might cause some pain in your body some overuse of specific muscles in your body and then your body gets taxed so we're going to talk about taxation of different muscle groups in in today's podcast wait wait before you go any further we forgot to let people know what's going on in the Inspired Action Podcast world. Okay, yes. So, so we, why don't we take a little, yeah, let's yeah, do we'll that right now. Yeah, we'll take a little uh, uh, little break. We'll yes. try to do it in under a minute. How's our that? Our news uh, info session. So in our last podcast, we announced that we launched a new alchemy class for Chinese medicine practitioners. That's called Intro to Alchemy. And it's also for other alternative healers. Uh, that's really cool. If you want to check that out, you can, we'll put this, that, we'll put all of this in the show notes or on the website. Yes, and if someone's not a Chinese medicine practitioner, you can take the class. It's just really geared towards practitioners. And we're going to have another class eventually that's about self-cultivation and alchemy. Yeah, so I think that the class is there. Plus, we're also working on several other courses uh, that listeners can enjoy. Uh, We also have the five elements coming out, one on the nine palaces. We just did a short class on uh, releasing chaotic energy, which oh, is doing right. really well. Yeah, I bet a lot of people that are listening might be interested in that class because we've talked about chaotic energy before in the podcast. So if you feel like you're really chaotic inside, that's a class that is really for everyone and will teach you how to release your own chaotic energy. Yeah, and those around you as well, which is sometimes just as important. Yeah, your loved ones, for <laughs> and sure. you can also do it on your pets. Yes. sometimes they get yes, a little crazy. and we pets. have a section on that. So, so also, if you're new to the podcast, we have an app with many of our meditations, which you can access in the Inspired Action app. That's what we called it. How clever, right? Yes. Not clever. Not clever. But it's called the Inspired Action app. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Yes, and we have a Facebook group where you can ask questions and share suggestions and just reach out to others who are interested in these topics. And we just want to say thanks to everyone who, you know, if you've subscribed to our podcast, that really helps us. And if you've written any reviews, thank you so much. And if you have a second or two, just a couple words like love it, like it, you know, uh, keep it up. Yeah, even something that short really helps the podcast because the more reviews we get in, especially in the iTunes Apple Store, the more reviews we get, the more people find our podcast. Yeah, so and that brings us joy. We spread the joy. And speaking of joy, let's go back to the joy of movement. Yes, and you know, it's one thing to tell people you've got to just get out there and move your body. And that's great. But the truth is so many people make their New Year's resolutions to move their bodies. And you know, like we said, at the end of February, beginning of March, all of this interest starts to wane. And so why does that happen over and over again? You know, you make this commitment, I'm going to get in shape. And then, you know, after a little while, (laughs) you get bored. So there's no joy in it. You know, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then you haven't found that thing you love to do. So in Chinese medicine, we firmly believe exercise before we talk about anything else, number one, should be enjoyable and voluntary. 
Oh, yeah. If it's involuntary, we're back to that guilt and shame and not joyful. So if you're not waking up and excited about what you're going to do that day, whether it's, you know, Qigong, Tai Chi, dancing, I don't know, running, all the different things. And I'm not, I'm ta- I don't want to include the self-cultivation because hopefully you're going to do that every day anyways. But those are voluntary. You have to, you know, create new habits. And in the beginning, you might need to give yourself a little tiny kick in the pants, but you should be excited. Excited to get out of bed and do this movement. And once you get there, you should feel joy. And I do think accountability is huge here, Lita. If you can find some friends or family members to help you get involved, it helps that giant little hump to go, that beginning hump to get over it much more easier. Yeah, I think there's this tension between, you know, forcing yourself to do something in the very beginning because you're trying to undo a lot of bad habits that you have. So if you force yourself to kind of move your body, maybe there doesn't feel like there's a lot of joy in it in the beginning, but at least you should feel excited about the prospects of, you know, creating these new habits and then give yourself a little time. It is true in the beginning. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, put that extra effort in and, you know, make a new habit, but we just want to make sure even in those cases, if you are giving yourself that little kick in the pants, as Jay said, you know, that that you're doing that because you really enjoy this particular thing that you're right. doing. And also be kind to yourself. Don't be mean to yourself. You know, the kick in the pants is a gentle nudge. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the queen of forcing myself to exercise and do things I hated for years. So I guess I'm like a reformed exercise hater, <laughs> even though I, it was such a part of my life. You know, I was an athlete. I grew up thinking I had to go to the gym. I had to work out. You know, back in those days, coaches just said, go to the gym and work out and get stronger. I mean, no real guidance or anything. I mean, oh my God, it's so different today. There are so much more information and detailed workouts and much more specific sport training you know and pliability we talked about that a little bit with tom brady and all the different things but you know what about the person leader who just wants to stay healthy stay ahead of the curves so to speak yes okay the the spreading curves maybe in more than one way (laughs) well i have a great test that you can do for yourself here's the question during your exercise or right afterwards Do you smile to yourself and say, I am so glad I'm doing this, or I am so glad I did it. It was so worth it because I feel great and I enjoyed it. I feel good. Like I knew I would. There you go. (laughs) James Brown. He was ahead of the curve. So if you can answer yes to that, then you're on the right track. Keep going. Keep doing it. Even if it's hard to drag yourself out of bed in the morning, if that's your time to exercise and you're grumbling, you're like, oh. Once you get there, the question is, are you excited? Are you happy while you're doing it or just right afterwards? And that is a better way to gauge whether this is the right exercise for you or not. If you're doing it and you're forcing yourself and you hate it, then maybe not gonna work. that's not your sport. Yeah, that's not your exercise. If you were more on the end of forcing yourself to do things that weren't enjoyable, and you know, that was me as well. And I'm not and, doing that anymore. Yeah. I completely shift my, I shifted my paradigm, my experience, my belief in that. So it can be done. I'm living proof. Yeah. Now I was also on the end of not wanting to do it because I didn't think I had the time, you know, so there's that too. And being a healer, I gained a lot of weight and doing nothing for my health palace was 
wasn't helping it. So I started to realize I had to shift my attitude because unless I was selfish enough to put myself first, I wasn't going to be able to help heal others. Yeah. So with everything, we're talking about balance, inspiration. You need to find what's inspiring for you. And for me, I had injuries. I lost interest in the struggle. I gained weight. I stopped doing the things that I loved to do before. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Okay, I hear it all the time. I started to do more sedentary activities, go outside less, eat not so healthy, because I guess it's kind of getting a little bit lazy there, right? This lasted about 10 years, and then I had this shift. I had this epiphany. I just woke up one day. I knew I needed to make changes. Again, sound familiar? Yes. We all have this moment. I had to reinvent my whole healthy lifestyle. I had to find the balance that worked for me. Remember we talked about balance. Yes, it's all about balance in Chinese medicine. And I think time is what comes up a lot as well. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. If I had time, if I had time. But yeah, so balance. Yes. And in fact, this topic is so interesting because many people may not know that there are different exercises to help heal different parts of your body. So there are certain kinds of over-exercising as well that can harm certain parts of the body. I think this is going to be fascinating for everyone. So let's just keep that going. Don't even stop. Yes. Okay. So the first thing we want to talk about is the good aspects. How can you use exercise to, to keep your body really healthy or to heal your body if you feel like you've been unwell? So let's say you go to the doctor and you find out you have a lung condition. Well, let's not get into why or how you got it. I mean, that's in the past. That's water under the bridge. But here it is. You have this lung weakness. So you know you've got this lung thing and you really want to move your body, your chi, you want to be healthy. So, you know, you need those lungs to work. Yes, that's. I would think that's a requirement for all animals and creatures on the planet, humans included. You need to have the lungs to work, to breathe. Yes, they're very important. And so now, what exercise would you choose? Are you asking me specifically, yes. Lita? Yes. Huh. Hmm. I guess drum roll, please. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. tell us. All right, I don't need a drum roll. I know roll. a couple, but... I don't really need a drum roll, but... Okay, the a- answer... Well, now I'm going to give you one. Okay, all right. Ding. So the answer is anything that's done in a horizontal plane. So what do I mean by that? It's like swimming. You know, you're that's in a, good one. a horizontal plane or any exercise where you're lying down. So there are some. So any exercise you do in a horizontal plane will help the lungs. Well, you know, I mean, like, is there any yoga? Yes. Like, I think what came to mind was the corpse pose. Yes. Just lay down. <laughs> That's like my favorite yoga pose. <laughs> Mine too. That's always been my favorite yoga pose. Okay. Well, I am, I'm not really talking about the corpse pose. That has like no movement. Because there's no movement, but honestly. I guess that's why they called it the corpse pose. <laughs> yes. That's like big clue there. Is there any of the lying down Qigong movements or anything? That's almost like the precursor to sleeping, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. But So, so if, but more in, than corpse pose. Yes. In addition to swimming, which is, um, you know, the obvious activity that's done in the horizontal plane. There are Qigong um, moves and what we call Dao Yin exercises that are done lying down. And, you know, we recently learned one called the Gecko, which I thought we could talk about here, Jake, because it's really cool. I love geckos. They're cute. They're cuddly. There's <laughs> one on TV that's very funny. No, that not that one. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. You don't want to talk about that gecko? Okay. No. Okay. Right, so the other gecko, the gecko, the, the Dao Yin exercise, it's so cool. This we learned from Master Jeffrey Yuen. You lie on the floor on your back put your arms over your head so your body is kind of shaping like an x 
maybe a little bit down a little bit. So you're, they're stretched out above you. The legs are spread wide. Then you stretch your left leg with your right arm and you make a connection in the middle. The X, think of like your belly button. You're kind of connecting in that center spot there. Then you do it with the other side and then you do it back. It's a little bit of coordination uh, between the left and the right sides. I actually find it challenging and I love to do it. I do it almost every day. Well, okay, let, let's just slow that down uh, down a little bit, Jay. Make sure people get it. So you're okay. giving a good stretch. On the floor, you're yes. in a look at X, and then you move like a gecko. Yeah. You think well, about a gecko. They I don't kinda... think people will know how to move like a gecko. Why? Look at a gecko. <laughs> okay. okay. Not the one walking on TV. Uh, okay, go watch a video okay. of a gecko. It's kind of like a, you know, look at like a, a Komodo dragon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one moves left, yeah. they move one, they move the opposite. <laughs> and think about the belly button as the center of the X. I think that's the way you could describe it. You're, it's called the gecko. It's okay. not called the X. All right, you're moving the opposite leg and arm yes. at the same time, and you're stretching away from the center. So you're stretching your arm up and the opposite leg down, and then you alternate and you stretch. You know, So if you start with your left arm stretching, then you go to your right arm stretching and your left leg stretching out. And and it works. It's a great stretch. It works your hips, your glutes, your psoas, your lats, everything, everything. Everything that attaches to the sacrum, the ilium, everything that holds you up. Yeah. Who knew that gecko had it going on? Yeah. And so this exercise is so simple, but it's just, it's, it's imperative for anyone, especially who's lifting weights. Yeah. Because I think most of the common injuries in weightlifting is injuring of those ligaments that are attached. So the little gecko had it going on. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently people who invented it a very long time ago knew. Who knew, right? <laughs> and so this is just one of the exercises that are called Taoian exercises that are done lying down. And so technically they'll be beneficial for your lungs. And if you're metal, the metal element is also associated with the lungs in general. So these horizontal plane exercises would be great for you. So channel your inner gecko and strengthen those lungs. All right, that's fantastic. Fantastic. I love that one. Let's do another one. Okay. So um, why don't you ask me about a challenge and I will Ooh, give you an exercise. I love challenges. Okay. So I got to up the gecko. Yes. <laughs> all right, how about um, digestive challenges? People all the time, stomachs. Ah, okay. So for digestive challenges, sitting or squatting exercises, again, everything in moderation, you can't overdo this. You know, there are some people who do meditation excessively. Right, so and, don't start the day with like 100 squats. Right. On oh, the first day. Right, right, right. So a lot of yoga exercises are done sitting. And so long as it's not overdone all day long, these exercises can be very beneficial to your digestive yes. system. Do not say leader and Jay said I had to go do 100 squats on the first yeah, day. Yeah, okay. And Because you'll have more than digestive problems. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you won't be able to walk to the bathroom. <laughs> you have to crawl to the bathroom. So, but what we're... <laughs> What we're working on here is your spleen and pancreas, and especially it's good for people who are earth. Did you say the spleen? Yes. Oh, that explains it yes. very nicely to me. <laughs> I'm glad I could explain it and for maybe you. that's why so many earth friends love yoga. You know, I've noticed that yoga is particularly popular with all my earth friends, and you know... They like to get connected to the ground, yeah, I think. Totally. They like to sit on their ponchos and <laughs> use it as a mat. No, I'm oh joking. My God, I'm they're joking. They're going to get so mad at you. <laughs> okay, I know. No, 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 no poncho. 
Joking. Okay. How about if you need some uh, strengthening? So if you have muscle weakness or you keep getting uh, injuries in the muscles. Okay. So my first thought on that is the liver. If you want to improve your liver health overall, and the reason people might not know why the liver, if you know Chinese medicine, you know why the liver, because the liver is in charge of the muscles and we call them the sinews. So you should add some walking or running into your exercise regime. So I shouldn't say regime. That sounds like Forced. forced yeah okay into your mix of wonderful joyful joy movement yes. it's your okay. joyful mix of movement yes so now again it's we don't want you to do excess so it's a moderate amount don't start to take on an ultra race right away even with that sport you'll have to balance it with some other movements like swimming or sitting yoga otherwise it'll be too much of one thing but yes we all need to walk or run some of the time and tai chi is also a great thing Thing for the liver and the muscles, and it also tonifies your chi in general. That sounds like fantastic. I mean, I love that whole joy of movement and move. That's a good one. That was a really good one. And that might be why you, Jay, love Tai Chi, because you're wood. So wood people love to move their bodies in the walking and running plane. Yeah, so if you have wood in the top three, Think about Tai Chi, Qigong, that kind of movement. Actually, anywhere on your stack up, but I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. What about uh, weightlifting? Like for strength, I have a lot of people say, I want to get strong. I want to get ripped. Where does that fit in? Well, weightlifting in general supports your kidneys and your bones. So, you know, we know this from Western medicine because we've seen Western medicine recently encouraging women especially to add some weight-bearing exercises into their exercise programs to improve bone health overall. However, the ancient Chinese have known that for thousands of years. Hello! <laughs> Isn't that always the way? Ancient wisdom comes through again. That's fantastic. So yeah, I have, there are a lot of uh, women inspired weightlifting for, and they also say calcium for the bones, but you know what? Just do the, lift the weights, lift yes. the weights. Yes. All right. How about uh, the ticker? How about the heart? What's good for the heart, Lita? Well, you know, this is an interesting one because um, they say that swaying side to side or bouncing up and down like little movements or even jumping in general is good for the heart. So again, not excessive. If you have heart trouble, obviously, you know, exercise in general can be overdone really easily. So, yeah, so we're saying do not spend the day in the bouncy house <laughs> and jumping around. Say, Leader Jerry said I needed to bounce. No, the heart will not be improved by that. No bouncy houses. <laughs> no bouncy houses for anyone over eight. <laughs> okay. Hey, I love a good bouncy house. <laughs> okay. Well, go bounce with Jay. But in no. moderation. Yes, in moderation. And I think in general, for the heart, for the fire element people, I can't imagine a better exercise than dancing. And you get to sway, you get to bounce, and it's such a fire thing to do in general because it's usually so social. And so it involves all those movements side to side and up and down and so it's a win-win in many ways i think dance and you love to dance so that's I a do. fire thing <laughs> so this is the end of part one of this two-part podcast on the joy of movement so please continue uh next week with our joy of movement part two part two you've been listening to the inspired action podcast and you've reached the end woohoo Woo 
why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.